Screamer, and welcome to Scream Stream, your spoiler-free guide to streaming horror entertainment. I'm your host, James Gass. If you're new to the show, what I do is pick a horror movie from one of the various streaming services and give it a spoiler-free review. Scream Stream is available on all the major podcast apps. Just head over to anchor.fm slash ScreamStream, and all the links will be there. Finally, be sure to check out the Scream Stream YouTube channel for more horror-related content. The link will be in the show notes. So speaking of YouTube, I did the last two podcast episodes as videos, and uh, unfortunately, they just didn't do too well. There weren't a whole lot of views on them. Uh, so what I'm going to do is just stick with original content for the YouTube channel and do the podcast as audio only. For the YouTube channel, I do have a couple of videos planned. Uh, I am going to do my top 10 found footage films, and then I'm also going to give my thoughts on the new uh, Hulu-exclusive Hellraiser film. If you've been keeping up with that, you know that uh, Hellraiser, you know that the new Pinhead is going to be female. And uh, I guess I, I guess a lot of people are upset about that. Well, not a lot of people, but there, there's a group of people who are upset uh, for ridiculous reasons. I mean, I kind of want to give my thoughts on that. I think we've known about this for a while now. I don't know why this is just now coming up, but I think... I think earlier this year or late last year when they announced that they were going to do a Hellraiser film for Hulu that they said the pinhead was going to be female. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to give my thoughts on that. I'm going to do some other videos as well for the YouTube channel. So uh, please head over there and subscribe. I'd like to get at least 100 subscribers by the end of the year so I can have a decent URL. That way I can just say it uh, instead of like this long, terrible URL that they give you. I don't know why Hulu uh, Apple up. Uh, I don't know why YouTube does that. I guess they want to make sure that you're actually going to be creating content on a regular basis before, you know, you, they start customizing your channel and all that stuff. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, if you are interested in horror content, horror related content, I'm going to be talking about comic books. I'm also going to do uh, video game stuff over there. I'm, I'm thinking I might do my video game streams on YouTube. We'll, we'll, we'll see about that. So anyway, let's get into the episode. This week I'm going to be reviewing Witchboard, uh, but first I want to kind of give some notable and new uh, streaming releases. Now these might not necessarily be new releases, uh, just new on services. So I'm going to start with Shudder. So I'm going to do Shudder and Netflix. Uh, then I want to talk about Tubi just briefly. So for Shudder we have VHS 94, which I will be reviewing next week. We have The Mutilator from the 80s, Night of the Demons, the Endless, which uh, has been on my radar for a long time. It was on Netflix. It still might. No, maybe it's not on Netflix. But this is sort of like a, a cosmic horror cult sort of film. I really want to watch it. It's been in my list. I just never really sat down to do it. But I'm going to watch this movie. Uh, then we have Gojiem. 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 Haunted Asylum. This is a Korean found footage film. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I watched it when it was on Amazon Prime. This, it's a good movie. It's, I don't know if it's like scary, but it's a good watch. I, I enjoy it. I do recommend that you watch it as well. Then we have Escape from New York, Blackula, and then they also have Scream, Blackula, Scream, uh, Sugar Hill. I saw this. It was on Amazon Prime several years back. This is a really good film. This is a, a really good film. It's a zombie story uh, that stars Marky Bay, Robert Quarry, Don Pedro uh, Colley. Betty Ann Reese and Richard Lawson. Uh, this was a, a, a lot of fun to watch. Can recommend this one as well. Then we have Razorback, Motel Hell, one of my favorite films, Phantasms 1, 3, 4, and Ravager. I guess they haven't got the license yet for, for uh, Phantasm 2. 
I did buy this in like a DVD box set for super cheap at Target, I think. Either Target? No, it was Best Buy. It was Best Buy. So hopefully they'll get part two soon. You know, I never did watch Ravager. I'll have to watch that soon. Then we have Elvira's 40th anniversary, anniversary, very scary, very special, special. <laughs> this is kind of like the Joe Bob Briggs thing that uh, uh, Shudder does. Uh, she watched several films during the the one night, uh, and she had like her commentary in between, uh, you know, for their quote unquote commercial breaks and stuff. Uh, I I missed it, but if you want to watch it, it's there. Uh, and then also Creep Show season three. Wifey and I have seen the first two episodes. I like the show. I don't think she's as much of a fan of it as I am. Uh, I guess you just you have to really be a fan of Creep Show and that type of sort of schlock horror i wouldn't really call it like horror comedy it's it's more schlock i guess uh but i'm a huge fan of that style uh especially that that art style that sort of cinematography filmmaking uh i like it season three is up uh it's good so far all right and then on netflix we have midnight mass which is the new show from mike flanagan uh if you've listened to this podcast before uh you've heard my review of his first feature I think it's his first for his first feature, uh, Absentia, which is one of my favorite horror films. Uh, really good movie. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Came out in like 2013. I reviewed it a long time ago, but since that film, I've I've been like a huge fan of his. Uh, Midnight Mass was really good. Uh, it was a great show into the last episode, and it just pissed me off. Uh, I'll let you watch it, but I I do recommend you go and watch the show. Uh, then we have uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark Season 1. This is the new Are You Afraid of the Dark series. I haven't watched this yet. I've still been watching the old ones on uh, Paramount on Paramount Plus. But I, I do plan on watching this very, very soon. Uh, you can also see Season 1 and 2 on Paramount Plus if, if, if you have it. Uh, then we have Night Books, which kind of seems similar to like an R.L. Stein kids sort of horror thing. And I think it's based off of a book. Uh, I do plan on watching this one as well. Then we have no one gets out alive, the cave, the exorcist three, like the second number two best exorcist film. Uh, then we have the old ways, which looks really, really scary. And then we have the eighth night, the eighth night, which is a, another Korean horror film. Uh, this one looks really, really good. And I'm excited to see this one as well. I will, I will be reviewing quite a few of these films, uh, so don't worry. Uh, and I do want to talk about Tubi real quick, because I have been sleeping on Tubi. I, the only reason why I've really decided to look into it was uh, a few horror TikTokers have posted some films that they like from Tubi. And so I went around looking, and they have got some really good stuff. And if you have a Roku, if you have a Roku or Amazon device, maybe an Apple TV, I don't know if it's on Apple TV yet, but Tubi is free. You can watch it on, on, you know, through your web browser as well. So let me just tell you a few things that are on my list on Tubi. Uh, the Sentinel from 1977, uh, The Prey from 1983, uh, St. Francisville Experiment, which I do want to talk about in my video for my top 10 favorite found footage films. Uh, that's from 2000. Uh, and then The House in Between is a really cool doc. It's a documentary. It's not found footage. It's a documentary. It's, it was really good. Uh, then we have another film called Believe. It's kind of like an Are You Afraid of the Dark show, but like a feature length. 
I saw this one back in the day. This is from 2009. It's really good. I, I liked it. Uh, and then they also have The Willies from 1990. This is an anthology with uh, Sean Astin in it. If you haven't seen The Willies, like go go and, and create a Tubi account just for The Willies. <laughs> like the movie is so good. It's so good. And I love anthology films. And then they've got some really great anime. I don't know if you're into anime or not, um, but some of my favorites are uh, The Professional, uh, Golgo Thir- 13, The Professional, Project Echo, uh, Lily Cat, Afro Samurai, uh, and a bunch of others. Wicked City, one of my favorite horror animes. Uh, it's there from 1987. Uh, and then they have Saturn 3. They have the director's cut of Hell House LLC, uh, which is uh, two hours and nine minutes. So they added a bunch of footage. Uh, I do want to go back and watch that. Uh, they have All All Hallows Eve, which I did review earlier, a couple of years ago, I think. They have The Frankenstein Theory, which I think I also reviewed. I know I watched it, but I think I reviewed it. Uh, they have the Masters of Horror series, Hollow, which is another found footage film. And then finally, they have Tales from the Crypt Keeper. This is the uh, TV cartoon, the Saturday morning cartoon from 1993 based on Tales from the Crypt. Uh, they have all the seasons of that as well, so... Do yourself a favor and go check out Tubi, T-U-B-I, uh, dot com. All right. So on to our review of Witchboard. This was written and directed by Kevin Tenney. This stars Todd Allen, Tawny Kitayan, and Stephen Nichols. Uh, plot synopsis. When his girlfriend becomes dangerously obsessed with a ghost she contacted using Ouija board, Jim reluctantly joins forces with her ex, his own estranged childhood best friend, to identify and exercise the evil spirit. So this is uh, this was from 1986, right off the bat. Uh, the acting is decent. I mean, it's not Oscar level, but it's it's not like it's not going to make you sad either. Acting was 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 it was good. Uh, I, I wasn't mad about it. Cinematography was fine. I mean, it was it was good. It was classic techniques from the early 80s. You know, not a whole lot of like special movements or anything like that. A lot of steady shots. Uh, you can tell there were some shots that were handheld because they were. Not shaky, but like you can tell they weren't on sticks. So the camera work was was good. It was fine. Uh, I will say this, though. One of the last shots was probably <laughs> like the worst version of a trick used in Hitchcock's, Hitchcock's Vertigo. Uh, one of the final scenes of that movie, one of the final, final scenes in this movie was like a terrible version of that camera trick. Uh, it looked really bad. And I was just like, come on guys, really? This, this is, this is what you do. Um, so that's, that's like my only real complaint with the, uh, cinematography. Uh, the kills were pretty good. The special effects and makeup look really good. There were a couple, there was one kill later on the movie that I, I expected a little more gore, but didn't quite get it. Uh, but that was okay. It still looked good. The effects still look good. The, the story, however, was my favorite part about the film. I thought the story was interesting. It had a nice little bit of a twist. The writing was great and kept me entertained. It was kind of like, it wasn't really, there, there wasn't anything scary about the movie, but it, it just had a really cool story to it. Uh, it was more of like, it was, it was kind of like a, a murder mystery thriller involving the supernatural and a Ouija board. The devices they used to, to tell the story were, were pretty cool. 
I found it entertaining. I thought it was a nice little, I, I know like it's so old, but it's a nice refreshing story. You know what I mean? Out of this, even the stuff that we've been getting here lately in horror films, like all the tropes and all the sort of remakes and, and uh, different versions of the same thing. Uh, this was a nice little refreshing detour from all that, even though this came out, you know, almost over 30 some odd years ago. There were a couple parts that were a little cheesy, a little goofy, but they kind of, I'm like, it's an 80s horror flick, so what would it be without a little bit of cheese, right? Uh, overall, I definitely recommend, uh, definitely recommend this one. Uh, it is on Shutter. I've, you know, I've seen this movie before, way back in the day. I've seen it before, but I don't remember a whole lot about it. Uh, but then watching, watching it again this time around, I, I'm really glad I did. I liked it a lot. Uh, it's a good film. It's good. It's good. Sort of like pop yourself some popcorn, watch it with your wife, your husband, your partner, and just, just have a good night. It's a good date night movie is what it is. Really. It's just a good clean fun. I guess <laughs> if you can say that about a, a horror slasher movie involving Ouija boards, it's just good, clean fun. <laughs> So all in all, I give this a solid go watch it. And speaking of date nights, uh, just sort of a little sidetrack here. Uh, there's a place called, there's a tattoo shop in West Palm called Into the Skin Tattoo. And they were doing uh, Spooky Flash Friday. What's it called? No, Spooky Friday Flash tattoos uh, all month of, of October, every Friday. They're doing sort of like these flash specials. Uh, and they're all like little spooky designs. If you don't know what flash tattoo is basically like if you walk into a tattoo shop and you see they have like, you know, designs on the wall that you can pick and then you can get it done relatively quick, quickly, like within like an hour or so hour or half an hour to an hour. That's a flash tattoo. So anyway, they're doing spooky flash tattoos and wifey and I were like, you know what? It's Friday night. We ain't got nothing else to do. Let's go get tattoos. <laughs> so, uh, I picked this little trick or treater. He's in like a little ghost sheet holding a pumpkin, uh, standing in front of a bush with like a crescent moon behind him. Um, and she got like this little cute sort of bat thing. I posted these on my Twitter. I posted them on Twitter and Instagram, I believe. So I got one on my ankle. She got one on like right above her knee. Uh, so if you want to check those out, uh, head over to my Twitter account, scream underscore stream. Or my Instagram account, Scream Stream. So if you ever need ideas for date night, find a tattoo shop doing Flash Fridays and go and get go and get tattooed. Just get one. And if you're in the West Palm area, uh, Into the Skin is doing this all week or all month long. Every Friday, they post on their Facebook page what what uh, what Flash they have available. Uh, so it's like first come first serve. Go and put yourself on the list on the waiting list and uh, make a date night of it. So that's going to be it for this week's episode of scream stream. If you'd like to keep up with me outside of the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter and TikTok at scream underscore stream. And you can follow me on Instagram at scream stream. I wish I could have them all the same, but apparently I can't. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast through all the major podcast apps. If you go to anchor.fm slash scream stream, uh, you see all the buttons there. Eventually one day I'll, I'll get the, the website back. Uh, I just got to save some money to get the domain, the ScreenPod domain. I'll, I'll have that again one day. And if you have a movie you'd like me to review, send me an email, screamstreamcast at gmail.com. And until next week, 
I'm James Gass saying, if it was real, the cameraman would be dead too. Good night. <laughs>